This week, Microsoft unveiled a new Surface Laptop 4 and several new accessories, including new Surface Headphones 2 Plus and a webcam. Just what do the new Surface products have to offer? I'm glad you asked. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow, and on this episode of Jason Squared, we're going to take a look about we're going to take a look at Microsoft's latest product announcements. All right, Perlow, admittedly, we don't take enough of a deep dive look at Surface products on our show. It's one area that we seem to neglect, but I know we're both big fans of what Microsoft is doing with its Surface Surface portfolio. So let's start by, you know, what's catching your eye with the Surface new Surface line? Jason, I had never been more excited to talk about Surface in my life. <laughs> um, so you Are know, you being you know, sarcastic? I'm being a little, I'm being a little sarcastic. But incidentally, I, I did sell a, a Surface Pro for, uh, excuse me, a Surface laptop for to one of my friends yesterday who needed a new laptop, and I got her to order uh, the new uh, Surface laptop for that was just announced yesterday. So um, I'm obviously excited enough about it to willing to recommend it. I mean, you know, when it comes down to Windows-based laptops, I'm all about Surface in terms of Microsoft's just on Microsoft support uh, for for the hardware. Uh, and patching it, you know, with the latest and greatest Windows every year or every six months or whatever it is. I think that if you are a Windows person and you like Windows and you want to and you want to uh, get all of the enhancements that the Windows 10 has to offer, Surface is, in my opinion, the best laptop to get. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, guess what? You know, Dell makes great laptops. Lenovo makes great laptops. They do an awesome job. But for me... If I had to go buy a Windows laptop tomorrow, and I'm not currently a Windows laptop user, I'm a Mac user, I would go Surface. Yeah, same here. Just Surface laptop all the way. Yep. So, you know, what's catching my eye about the new Surface line is AMD Ryzen now across the board, right? So now you get to choose between that and Intel. Um, and to me, that's not a difficult choice to make. Honestly. Right. AMD is, has really pushed the limits of what their processors and their chips can do over the last few years and surpassed Intel, which is saying a lot for them in the last couple of years, especially uh, on their, their thread counts and the, the uh, performance you get out of that. So last year with the Surface Laptop 3, you were only able to buy an AMD Ryzen processor equipped laptop if you were a business customer or if you went with the 15 inch model. This year, there are multiple SKUs across both sizes that have AMD chips, which is a big, big deal for not yeah. only Microsoft, but for AMD as well. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure why they're doing both of these processors across the board. I mean, I, I, I guess it has to be a political choice with them and being and their partnerships with both of those companies. Yeah, it has uh, to be. Because performance-wise and price-wise, I would pick AMD every single time. I mean... Honestly, unless unless it's a, an edge case type of thing where Intel does better than AMD on a specific type of application, but basically as as a general business and, and consumer user, I would pick the AMD chip just based yep. on on price point. Just looking at the price of the two machines, the AMD price, the AMD systems are better, basically. You know, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I've built three gaming PCs here at home and two out of the three have AMD processors. And the only reason the third one has an Intel processor is it was for a story is I was, I had to include another option for readers. Otherwise it would have been three for three with AMD processors. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm really, I mean, there's, I would say there's some modest 
upgrades between the three and the four. Um, but what I was disappointed with was they did not include Thunderbolt with Surface Laptop 4 again. Okay. That makes driving external monitors much more difficult um, and, and external, you know, peripheral support that much more limited. Um, and, you know, really, you know, keeps professionals out of the loop with these, with these uh, not just the Surface Laptop 4, but also Surface Pro 7 Plus, which came out earlier this month, also doesn't have um, Thunderbolt in it. It only has a single USB-C connector and a single USB-A connector. So, you know, and they're, you know, their their peripheral magnetic charging connector. So peripheral connectivity is going to be an issue with those devices. I mean, I was hoping they would bring Surface Laptop 4 at connectivity parity with the MacBooks, right? Because uh, MacBooks all now have Thunderbolt uh, 3 in them uh, as 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 of uh, the, um, the um, what do you call it? The 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 M1 uh, M1 my brain is just not working in it yes as of M1 <laughs> yeah so um you know and and you know so that's there's that's a glaring omission yeah in my well opinion. I mean let's face it Microsoft loves the Surface connector and that's that long port that's on the side of all Surface products that it uses magnets essentially to hold in the connector and uh, you know. Customers supposedly love it too, but it, to me, it's just another proprietary connector that yeah. they can sell their Microsoft Surface dock for, which is two or three hundred bucks. That yeah. then gives you more ports to connect your peripherals to. Whereas if they were to go with something standardized, I think it would get in a, you know, it, it would be more attractive to some customers. But I do have to agree, the magnetic part of the Surface connector is. Is kind of appealing, you know. Where uh, where is MagSafe yeah. for Mac again? Like, I would love for that to come back. I think we all would like to see a magnetic connector on the Mac. You know, when I was at Microsoft um, and they first started issuing us the Surface, uh, you know, everybody loved the magnetic connector because, like, you know, you're sitting in the conference room and you know we we have the same connectors sitting around on the, on the on the desk and you go click, it's there. There's no fuddling with it. And if you have to pick up and go and jump away, you know, you, you yeah. don't have to worry about this thing getting ripped out and destroying your ports. It just pops right off, and and there's no no fuss, no muss. So I think you know that dynamic to that product is excellent. Lack of port connectivity and speeds is is not. A good thing. It's for, not for, ideal. No. no. <laughs> but I'm with you. Like I said, I would buy AMD over Intel every day, especially when it comes to yep. laptop four. We'll have to wait to see what the benchmarks are like. Uh, you know, review units are starting to show up. In fact, one's supposed to show up at my house, maybe while we're recording this. And from looking at the materials I've been sent, I believe it's an Intel Core i7 inside but it may end up being an AMD model. Um, either way, I'm excited to give it a go and, and you know put it through its paces and see what it's all about. Uh, you know, when you do get it, um, I definitely want you to test the new 802.11 AX yeah. uh, connectivity with it because it's one of the first Windows laptops that I know of um, other than the Surface Pro 7 uh, Plus to have native Wi-Fi 6 connectivity built into it. Um, and I was thinking about the MacBook earlier. The, the MacBook Pro and Air has had it since the new M1s. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking of before. And and that and you know what? That's that's A lot of people don't have Wi-Fi 6 access points, but they are getting much cheaper now. And definitely yeah. the WPA3 security standard is worth getting it for. Even if you don't get it necessarily an improvement in speed, just to have that security is, yeah. is, is, is great, you know? Yeah, it's good. So 
not to get a sidetrack, but I did enable WPA3 on my Wi-Fi 6 network a while back. And I ended up having to disable it because it broke a lot of smart home automation stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, it, it's part of the the transition for the industry, right? There's some stuff that's going to break. And it was it was so much that I, I just couldn't handle it. Lights wouldn't turn on and off, even on demand. And it just yeah. unfortunately didn't work. Uh, but, you know, once I'll, I'll keep trying it and whatnot. Yeah. So there, there are some Windows laptops that do have Wi-Fi 6 built in, uh, gaming laptops mainly. And Windows even will prompt and tell you when you connect to a Wi-Fi 6 network. Oh, good. So as soon as you connect to it, a, a warning or a, an alert comes up, lets you know you're on a faster network and you should see improved latency, higher speeds. And so it's, it's a nice, Mac doesn't do that, right? I have an M1 MacBook no. Pro and I, it won't ever tell me what kind of network I'm on, which I guess no. at the end of the day, do you really care? Like, should people really care? But I, it's a nice little touch Microsoft has built into Windows 10. So I'll definitely t- uh, test that out. As far as design of the laptop 4, it looks, at least from pictures, identical to the laptop 3. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. It was, didn't see some tweaks, a little bit of a redesign there. It's not a bad looking design, but it's not a fresh design either. You know, I mean, although... Apple hasn't updated the design of the MacBook Air and well, Pro in, in a while. I, I wonder if, you know, design is something in laptops that is we've kind of hit a we've hit a <laughs> a threshold in terms of what else can you do with them other than I mean, the keyboards, I mean, I mean Apple tried the whole thing with the with the with the LED display on with the bar. Nobody really loved it that much. They still use um, it. I still hate it. I don't even use it. I mean, yeah. I've never, I mean, it's like, you know, and I know a lot of people that don't touch it, but um, I think, you know, the surface has a certain iconic look, you know, yeah. we, t- we I mean, I'm one of, we're starting to think of these laptops as kind of like certain iconic sports car designs, like the Porsche 911 has been a very similar design, you know, for 50 years, you know, I mean, they made changes to it, but, uh, but, but, you know, when you see the Porsche 911, you know, it's a Porsche 911, right? So, I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, the design, I think. I, I don't dislike the design. I, I think it's a clean design. Um, it doesn't have a, you know any crazy stuff sticking out of it and stuff. It's 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 a sleek looking design. Um, I love how it slides into you know uh, you know laptop uh, carrying cases pretty easy. You know it's 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 a nice design. It's, not, yeah. it's nothing. I mean, and and honestly, you know, Apple has its own iconic look. I think Microsoft is starting to get its own iconic look sure. with the Surfy. Yeah, that and. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be great if you could distinguish one from the other somehow, you know, with like a like a model number on it or something. So you can say, "Hey, look, right. I have the version four, and you have the three. But still, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so two things. One, you can order these right now. It's actually while we're recording this, it's pre-order, but they start shipping April fifteenth. So by the time this episode is live, they'll be shipping. Prices still start at nine ninety nine, which is a great entry level price. Yeah, for thirteen and a half inch. Uh, laptop four with an AMD Ryzen five processor. Now, here's one downside to this: is Microsoft didn't use the five thousand series Ryzen processor in these mm. laptop fours. They used the four thousand series four. So this one's a forty six eighty U processor in the base model. You get eight gigs of memory, two hundred fifty six gigs of storage. Uh, when you get to the high end, you're looking at Intel processors and you're maxing out at something like $2299 for an i7, 32 gigs of memory and one terabyte of storage. And it doesn't matter if it's a 13 or a 15 inch 
uh, laptop for. It's the same price either way. So it, prices range widely, but again, you, you know, you're starting off at the low, and the very entry model is AMD Ryzen, which you're going to get a lot of performance out of that chip, even yeah. with the eight gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. You know, that's perfect for. Enterprise, uh, giving them to everyday employees as well as students and, and just someone who needs Absolutely. a laptop for at home. It's, it's a perfect entry level price for that. It's kind of like the MacBook Air at nine ninety nine, right? That's a killer deal for what you I think. Get. I would like a little bit more than eight gigabytes of memory, but you know, uh, I, I'm a memory hog. You know, I yeah, I, I, I use it. Yeah, so um, I think we're almost getting at the point where sta with standard memory sizes really should start at sixteen on Windows and, and Mac, but sixteen you know, that, and and 512 for storage, right? That, that yeah, should be a starting I, I, point for everything. Yeah, I think 256 is too constrained on on for most systems these days. But I mean, you, you can, you can, with cloud storage and stuff, you know, maybe it's not so bad, but even still, I'm big, you know, I, 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 I'm the biggest cloud, you know, uh, fanboy there is, but even I want my localized storage for caching. Um, yep. So let's talk about the headphones. Right. So like the Surface Pro 7 Plus and the new Surface Laptop 4, the company didn't do much in terms of redesign with Surface Headphones 2 Plus. So now they're labeled as, quote unquote, team certified right, with a Teams button. So everything is Teams, Teams, everything. But basically, they look exactly the same. Now, I happen to like Microsoft's headphones. Um they have good sound quality overall, good noise cancellation. They're comfortable to wear. I'd say they're at least as comfortable to wear as these ex super expensive AirPods Maxes that I'm wearing now. And their <laughs> price and their price point, you know, well, somewhat on the high end is not on the ridiculous end at $299 for retail. Um, but right now, they're only selling these to their business customers and not through the consumer channel. Now, the these headphones two plus they've not undergone a huge redesign, but there's supposed to be some improvements under the hood. Uh, as I understand, it's got 13 levels of noise cancellation, you know, 15 hours of voice calling time, and 18 and a half hours of music listening. That's decent for for yeah. full size headphones. Not bad. Um, not bad. Uh, they've also launched a new modern wireless headset which is uh, a lower end option for laptops and, and PCs with the boom sticking out. Um, it's wireless. They haven't put a price point out on it yet for some weird reason, but I suspect it'll be in the the, the $200 or less price range, um, you know, to compete with the Logitechs and what whatnot uh, and Plantronics and whatnots out there. Um, they've also got a new plug-in headset, uh, a business style headset, uh, with similar configuration, but it's USB A and only fifty bucks. You know, yeah, um, yeah. They've announced quite a few accessories, but I'll be honest, I have never used any Surface headphones. Not the one, not the two, and obviously not right. the two plus. I do have Surface earbuds, and they're nice, if not a little goofy looking. You know, those big white, you know, uh, tap targets on on the side of your head, but um, I, I still don't understand the Office and now Teams integration with some of these right. products. I get why they're why they're doing it, but I'm not going to put headphones on or earbuds in to control a PowerPoint presentation, talking to Cortana or swiping across my ear on the earbuds to go to the next slide. It, I just there's some stuff that they do with this that I just don't understand. 
Yeah, so I mean, I, I kind of understand the devil in the details with this a little bit. You know, uh, they have certain integrations, optimizations for their 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 voice protocols and things like that in order to give you clearer voices and not not just the controls, but yeah, they do have the controls for for integrating with the mutes and 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 other stuff that they do. Um, but I, I agree, you're not going to control PowerPoints um, with your head. Um, you know, the first generation Surface headphones were actually pretty good. I bought the first generation ones. Uh, my wife uses them now. Uh, and the first generation ones you can actually pick up for less than 120 bucks now. So that's actually a good deal if you can find them um, on Amazon. I was just looking at the pricing on them yesterday. Uh, and they've gone through several firmware updates. So they're actually, they work quite well, you know, with, with her, her her iPad and her iPhone. Um and they've now uh, updated the app. It used to be the Cortana app. They now just had the head, the Surface headphones app um, that works with all their products and does all the the firmware updates and the, and, and setting the levels and all that. Now, yeah. supposedly, you can get the second generation ones um, at a reduced price. I was looking at their website yesterday for ordering at two hundred twenty four dollars if you're a student or parent, teacher, or military. So. Possibly worth looking into um, if you do, if if you if you're in a work from home um, situation. Um, yeah, and they all, now, go ahead. Yeah, now there's some other stuff that came out. I understand. Yeah, there was a a webcam, which hey, you know, a year late, but I guess they're trying to get on the end of that that wave there. And they also announced a USB speaker USB C speaker. So the webcam is seventy dollars, ten eighty p connects via USB-A and it has a privacy shutter. It it looks well-designed. It looks like a Microsoft product. Now notice none of these accessories outside of the Surface Headphones 2 Plus carry the Surface name. Only the Surface Laptop 4 and the Surface Headphones uh. 2 Plus have Surface branding on it. All these other accessories we talked about, like the wired headset, the wireless headset you just talked about, and the webcam and USB-C speaker, these are just Microsoft products. So they don't have that refined surface look to them yeah overall i mean they still look like a microsoft product but you can tell they're not a surface product i guess M maybe maybe that's the distinction there i don't know so the webcam it looks nice obviously it's uh 70 bucks the USB-C speaker is designed primarily for conference calls but you can use it to listen to music um you know and one thing about the webcam i forgot to mention it that kind of boggles my mind is it's not Windows Hello compatible. And you would think that's, if Microsoft was odd. going to release a webcam, right. Windows Hello, for those who aren't familiar, is there's a lot of Windows laptops and computers that have Windows Hello built in that uses facial recognition to sign you into your laptop. It's like Apple's Face ID on the iPhone, except for you open up the lid of your laptop, or if it's a, a Surface Pro, you, you wake it up and it automatically unlocks and you're good to go. For releasing a webcam, you would expect Microsoft to include Windows Hello facial recognition, and it does not. Which I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what other circuitry it needs in order to be. To have yeah, there's some infrared cameras that go into it, but I mean, you know, we have a lot of laptops and low-end laptops that have this. My stuff guess built into is it. this is like a first rev of their products in a while, you know, because they haven't sure. issued new. They haven't issued new um, webcams in a. I'm gonna say in four years. Um, the seventy dollars price point, I think, it's obviously entry level, and this yeah. is sort of like their mass market. Let's get it out there because people need webcams really bad, and they right. can't buy them. And so, if you right. look at like, I remember like four, five, six months ago, if you wanted to get a Logitech webcam 
<laughs> all of them were out of stock. Even the expensive ones were out of stock. And people were just buying them up like crazy. And the low-end ones were two or three times the price because people just needed webcams. Yeah. So I think this is their answer to like this. This is their sort of their their, their toilet paper shortage um, answer to <laughs> webcams. Um, so my guess, my guess is Microsoft, to to I, I, th I think there'll probably be a nicer one coming down the pike from them. Microsoft um, is going to love that reference. So that, that yeah. USB-C speakers, a hundred bucks. Uh, like I said, it's designed for conference calls more than it is listening to music, but you can listen to music as Background noise canceling features built in. There's buttons on the top to control volume, calls, music playback, and all of that. But here's the kicker. All of this stuff outside of the Surface Laptop 4 doesn't ship till June. Any of their team certified, like you wow. mentioned earlier, none of it ships till June. So this is all stuff they're pre-announcing, and we have a couple months to wait. Uh, you know, they're perfect accessories to announce right now because we're still all working from home, or a lot of us are, while we try to adjust to going back to the office plans and whatever else. At least, uh, not for me. I always work from home, but there's a lot of people going through that right now. Yeah. So you know, most of the stuff we've been, we, we all these headphone things that we're talking about today, you know, they're not particularly sexy products from a consumer standpoint, right? I mean, I mean, we're not going to get huge page views if, if even if we reviewed these things necessarily from consumers. But the company made a really big purchase this week. Um, Nuance. Huge. Yeah. For over twenty billion dollars now, every I think a lot of people are going out. What's nuance? Okay, um, this is going to have a lot of big implications for these headphone, phone, and voice products um, in the future. Okay, because nuance is the dominating company in the voice recognition and voice transcription space. Now, consumers. Um, tend to think of companies like Apple and Amazon and to some extent Google in the voice recognition, recognition space as the leaders. But that's all, you know, intelligent assistant stuff. Now, Nuance, in fact, is some of the technology on the back end of Siri. Um, Apple licenses it, okay? So in business, it's all about voice transcription and expert systems that use voice integration, such as in the medical field, but they also participate in a lot of different industries, education, insurance, legal, retail, travel, hospitality, a long list of industries where they write, uh, they create solutions for software developers to integrate voice capabilities into their applications, right? So, for, you know, like voice, I mean, if you call on the telephone and, you know, the, vo the, tel the, the voice system says, uh, tell me who you want to speak to or what is this about today? Right, like whenever you call yeah. AT and T something or, or your cable company, um, there's probably a nuance back end on that that that's doing some of the voice processing. Um, so while these headphones may be boring to you and me, um, <laughs> I su I suspect that Microsoft has some real plans to sell a lot of them to nuance customers in those industries. Yeah, I was going to say nuance was originally behind Siri, and it's probably one of the companies that every person interacts with at least weekly, if not daily, yeah. that they have no idea that they're interacting with. So it's a, it's a huge get for Microsoft. Like this is a huge acquisition. Massive. 
it was close to $21 billion. That's a lot to spend on any company. So it's going to be interesting to see what Microsoft does with it over the next few years and how that impacts stuff like Apple licensing nuanced technology for Siri and in all these other industries, as well as maybe the Microsoft Surface Headphones 3 Plus Plus will have new nuance features or something. I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it over the next few years. So any closing thoughts, Perlo, on, on all of this? Any closing thoughts here? Look, it's good to see Microsoft doing stuff now, right? I mean, it's like there was kind of a lull in announcements from them. You know, we've seen over the last six months or so improvements to Windows 10, incremental things, you know, them keeping the lights on, keeping stuff cleaned up, doing a lot of good maintenance work on their products, right? We haven't seen a lot of like new stuff coming out of Microsoft. Now, obviously, you know, a lot of work that they're doing in the mobile space, um, huge amount of stuff that they're doing on on, on iOS and Android. Um, you know, they kind of had that launch with Duo that kind of went, oh, eh, you know, we're going <laughs> to see what happens with that. But, yeah. you know, th- this is um, them continuing to build the foundation for what uh, they're going to do over the next 10 years. You know, Nuance is going to be highly integrated into Azure. This is going to be a huge selling point for Azure. You know, the cloud that can do the voice processing is what that's what this is going to be. So these are these are going to be complementary products for them that they're going to need for people to hook into. Um, yeah. that cloud. Um, you know, I mean, if you think of, you know, the iPhone um, as the product that hooks into Siri, you know, and and and, and Apple's cloud services, right? Like, you know, um, you know, like iTunes and, and all Apple TV and all the other things that they do. This is Microsoft's equivalent. This is going to be a big services uh, amplification play. And it's going to be exciting to see what they do with it. You know, I, I, I want to see more voice all over the place, you know? Um, yeah, and I, I was just I having our- I, I was just having a conversation with a friend this morning about the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson and all the voice interactions that uh, Ryan or Joaquin Phoenix's character has with with the digital assistant with the voice recognition and how smart it was. He, I mean, we're not far away from that already, you know, and getting nuance into Microsoft may be enough to push it over the edge. We'll see. Yeah, you know, and, you know, Microsoft is spending a lot of money on machine learning, all these other things to try to, you know, get us to create that artificially intelligent experience. Like, you know, you were saying you were watching her. I was, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but on HBO Max, uh, they just released the um, the fully mastered, cleaned up version, HD version of 2001 A Space Odyssey. And that movie blows me away every single time I see it for just how advanced it was in terms of the vision in 1968 for what the future would be like. Now they missed a bunch of things. Right? They didn't have, you know, point and click user interfaces. They didn't have mice. They didn't have, you know, the type of keyboard, you know, the type of, of computer interaction system that we have today. They did, I yeah. mean, but they had iPads. They had, you know, they didn't have they didn't have cell phones and stuff and handhelds, but they had iPads. And, and actually they used that movie as an example in the lawsuit that uh, Samsung had uh, with Apple years ago when Apple tried to claim, you know, that Samsung was copying them. Um, Samsung used it as an example of, of of this is science fiction predicted these things. So being able to talk to a computer like they talked to Hal, we don't quite have that yet. You know, we were getting close with the series and the Alexas of the world, um, but we're not quite that yet, yet, there yet. So I think within the next five or 10 years, we're going to get that much closer you know, with, with these type of b- capabilities built into our commercial clouds. 
and our, and our, and our consumer clouds as well. So I, I, I think this is great stuff that Microsoft is doing. Maybe it doesn't look immediately super exciting to us, but I can see, I can see, I can see what they're doing in the background yeah, in order absolutely. to make that a reality. Yeah. Well, I look forward to spending some time playing with the Surface Laptop 4. Hopefully it's an AMD model. Sorry, Intel. If it is an Intel model, I'll still do, you know, the same treatment on it. And uh, I'll let you know my thoughts per low here in the next few days. Um, yeah, I think that's that's probably a good place to stop, huh? Yep. I'm Jason Perlow. And I'm Jason Cipriani. And this is Jason Squared. And thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. Make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.